Welcome to the Brains Magazine podcast, a podcast with in-depth interviews and conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, expert coaches, industry leaders, and international celebrities. Get exclusive insight into the world of business, mindset, leadership, and lifestyle with your host, Mark Sefton. I want to welcome you to this next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast. And today we're going to be speaking with Vision. Vision is the transformational leader and founder of the, and CEO of the world's leading personal growth platform, Mind Valley. Really excited over the next 20 minutes or so to be able to dig deep into Vision's uh, latest book that he's got coming out very soon as well as finding out a little bit more about what's been going on. Vishen, how are you today? I'm doing great, Mark. Thank you for having me. Did you ever think that Mind Valley would explode the way that it did when you first came up with the concept? It's incredible how many people within my network alone have really just been blessed and encouraged and inspired by this platform. Um, absolutely. I mean, the... And I don't mean to sound arrogant by that, but yes, because everything starts with an idea in your head. And so I want to build a platform that can touch a billion lives. And so we're only at 20 million, so we still have a long way to go. But I am not surprised at where we are right now. I hope we were further along. Well, it's good. It's great that you have such ambition. Was there Was there a reason why you really wanted to focus on a billion? Well... I felt a billion lives is a bold enough challenge, but really it's about my passion for meditation, spirituality, improving the human condition, and all of these aspects of life that modern education doesn't really teach us. I mean, my life changed when I took a meditation class. I was, uh, I was working in Silicon Valley. It shifted me to such a degree. It just made life easier, happier, more fluid. It shifted the nature of what I experience in day-to-day -day reality. And I felt that it was such a darn shame that these ideas were not part of our global education system. And so Mind Valley started to fill the gaps that lie in our education system. You see, Mark, nobody ever wakes up one day sad or depressed because they can't remember to calculate the air how to calculate the area of an isosceles triangle or the amount of rainfall in London. We are sad or we go through hard times because we haven't been trained to deal with the ups and downs of life. We aren't trained to deal with heartbreak or what to do when we go through emotional flux or how to properly raise a child so that that kid can be the best kid he or she can be. We don't get trained on how to really nurture and treat our body so we are healthy in our long into our lives. We don't get trained on how to master the spirit within us, how to tap into human capabilities such as intuition or ability to manifest our, our dreams. And that's what Mind Valley is seeking to do. We're seeking to put in place all the things that education should be providing us, but that it simply doesn't. And we've worked with 61 of the greatest teachers in the world and produced world-class programs with them in every dimension imaginable of improving the human condition. So that's what really drives us. And that's why I do what I do. Beautiful. I know that 
meditation in particular is 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 used it's a tool uh specifically you know to improve our mental health and as you as you said you're touching on you know some of those everyday traumas that we experience in humanity and meditation is a great way to be able to center ourselves i wanted to ask you how can businesses be successful and profitable while still focused on their employees mental health well the question is why would they not be profitable if they are focused on their employees mental health that whole statement doesn't make sense and it doesn't even hold um it doesn't even hold scientific weight okay so let's talk about that mental health is the number one thing that's going to make your business profitable every single study done by harvard university every single study done in the field of of uh, positive positivity quotient so it's called pq okay so your pq is your ratio of positive thoughts to your overall thoughts so let's say you have 10 hours of waking state in a day and you spent your first hour miserable because, you know, for whatever reason, you got out of bed on the wrong side, your PQ level would be around 90. Now, it turns out in studies of this concept called PQ, the higher the PQ, the better your performance at work. And this applies across the board, multiple industries, doctors are 19% better at diagnoses when they are happier. Students do better at exams, salespeople who are optimists do 55% better. All of these are scientific studies. Shazad Shamin, who wrote the book on PQ, said that the only predictor of a team's success is their collective PQ. In other words, the amount of positive emotion on that team. And they studied this. They, they actually had team meetings and they would, and these scientists would hire an actor who was not actually part of the team um, to go in and just be really, really, really nice. He would uplift other people. He might have a little bit of a more positive spin during the meeting. He might serve people coffee. And his whole job was to just elevate the mood of the room. It turned out that those meetings with the actor scored far better in terms of effectiveness, in terms of quality. And so we see that positive emotions are what are going to make your company perform well. And so a company absolutely should be exist, uh, investing in the mental health of its of its people. But the thing is, this investment isn't even that much. It may come from a boss or a CEO being more appreciative. It may come from having um, um, simple things that are part of your company culture, like celebrating one's birthday, taking five minutes as a pause from work for people to gather around a member of a team and just honor them on their birthday. Little things like that make a massive difference. Ultimately, how people feel in their work is what is going to determine the effectiveness of their work. Yeah, I love that you said that because I think so many people, are, especially in business, they're so kind of driven by the bottom line, which obviously is really important when it comes to having cash flow. But then they're they're willing to prioritize their policies and procedures over people and i like the fact that you're kind of saying you know look after your people and in doing so you get more efficiency more productivity out of them that actually you end up driving profitability and being more successful and your people like you which i think is is paramount isn't it when it comes to creating any business that's worth its weight in gold it's not just paramount, it's science. Like not taking care of your people's well-being and positive states is like depriving them of a computer or email. It's just stupid, mm. absolutely stupid to not do so. Okay, let's look at some more studies. Gallup did a poll of around um, 
10 million people across the world. And they found that the best employees, people who were most contributing to profitability, most engaged at work, most uh, loving their jobs, answered yes to the following question. My supervisor or someone at work cares about me as a person. There was a nut. So think about that, right? If you feel your supervisor or someone at work cares about you as a human being, your workability accelerates. Then there was another study which was really interesting, but it also speaks to mental health and well-being at work. People who are who say yes to the question, I have a best friend at work, are 700% more engaged in their jobs. Wow. 700% when they say they have a best friend at work. And so one of these studies pointed to the fact that our mind and our emotional states influence how we perform at our jobs hmm. wow that's incredible 700 percent. yeah it really was, that, that's from gallup wow yeah i love gallup the, best friends at work, the best friends at work study huh really like that thank you for sharing that um factor with us can you tell us a little bit about your six phase meditation method which is coming out as a book uh later on this month really excited to see that hit the shelves so the sixth phase comes out tomorrow, actually. So this, this is perfect timing. So the sixth phase meditation is a protocol for changing the way you show up in the world and how you show up at work. It makes you healthier. It makes you, um, it, it raises your positivity quotient, but it also goes pretty deep. The six phases are six unique aspects of being human that in my research, True Mind Valley, interviewing thousands of people, building the world's biggest personal growth platform. These are the six qualities that if we can instill in ourselves in the morning, when we wake up, we create incredible faculties of mood, of intention. We show up in the world in a different way and we perform better. And these six qualities each take two minutes to fine tune. And so the six phase isn't a traditional meditation. Rather, you're going through six unique techniques, lay it on top of one another. They take about two minutes each and 15 minutes in total, counting the time it takes you to sit down, get in a rested state, come out of your rested state of meditation. And the results in your life are formidable. So the sixth phase really started taking off when athletes started talking about it. Athletes who were doing this were seeing incredible results. Um, so we're talking about athletes in the United States. We've had uh, Reggie Jackson of the LA Clippers talk about the impact this has had on his mental well-being. Tony Gonzalez, who's one of the top 100 American footballers. One of the biggest ones was Bianca Andrescu. She was a 19-year-old Romanian girl who beat Serena Williams in the U.S. Open. And when they asked her, what, do you, what did you do? She mentioned, she well, she asked for a phone and put up a copy of uh, my first book where I introduced the sixth phase. She had taken a seminar on it. And so the sixth phase, athletes started talking about it because they feel the results when they get on the field. But if you're in, at work, if you're a CEO, if you're a founder, if you work in any job, you're going to have similar results. You may feel it. It may be harder to measure because you don't have a scoreboard. There's no one keeping score, right? But you notice this in how you show up at work. So I was in London recently, and this guy approached me at a conference, and he'd built up Bella and Duke, the dog food brand. And in four years, he got that company to 100 million in sales. And he credited the six phase as one of his go-to methods over the last four years to ensure that he showed up as his best self to create that formidable company and brand as a founder. Wow. So 
is that coming out that you say that's coming out tomorrow what formats is it is it on uh, vision book it's going to be coming out as a book um in the us it's called the six face meditation method in the uk it's called zero bullshit meditation uh would love to know what why you've gone with a different name is there some thought behind that no it's just it's just well the book is written in a really funny humorous way right okay and because we don't want to because meditation can be boring uh, but this is really way more than meditation and i guess it's just british humor my my <laughs> editor is british and so this book is filled with humor and i guess the uh, uk publisher wanted to go with a more humorous title great well that's that's excellent i've made a note of that as well so i'll be checking that out it's great that you've got so many like people that are have been able to kind of share that even within their own profession that it's really made an impact and uh excited to see you elaborating on on this sixth phase so that other people can and you say it only takes 15 minutes every day to kind of add this into our into our everyday so we can be the the best version of ourselves, right yeah amazing I'm going to uh, ask you a couple more questions because time's flying. Uh, why do employees um, and people in general need leaders who are relationship builders and people-orientated problem solvers? So the reason that you need people who are people-orientated problem solvers and relationship builders is because we don't exist in a silo anymore. No matter what you're trying to do in the world today, you're doing it with other people. And I already shared that interesting study with you Mm. A study on PQ and performance of teams. The number one thing that causes a team to perform well is the positive emotions within the team. And the thing that creates positive emotions to the highest degree, according to Harvard University, and it's a 0.7 correlation, is the strength of your social connection. So let's break this down, okay, into an equation. Performance is correlated with positivity quotient meaning your ratio of positive thoughts over your overall thoughts for the day. Now, what is the one thing that boosts your ratio of positive thoughts over your overall thoughts for the day? In other words, your happiness level? Well, according to Harvard University, in a study by Ed Diener, it is nothing more than the strength of your human connection. There is nothing else that correlates. And the correlation, for those of you who are science geeks, is 0.7. What the Harvard study found, what Ed Diener found is that the only thing that matters if you want to be happy is how you are connected to other human beings. And this applies not just to your lover or your family or your children, but it applies in a really strong way to the people you work with, especially when it comes to productivity, the people you work with. Mm. And so people who are leaders who are strong at relationship building, strong at uh, ensuring that people feel good around them tend to have incredible results. I can totally testify to that because one one of the things that I've done with my clients is I get them to rate their joy levels before they sleep. And, and typically the foundings have always been the two things that give people the highest levels of joy of, are really the people that they associate themselves with and personal and professional progression. So you're saying that actually at the core of you know uh people having the ability to build relationships is through you know your ability to create like that happiness dynamic that comes through being around the right people you know so is so so important 
Is there any other ways that you feel, uh, Vision, uh, when it comes to our happiness that we can increase our happiness through through other ways as well as that human connection? Yeah. So, so the six-phase meditation is designed to do that, right? Phase one, two, and three is designed to engineer bliss in our lives. Phase one is about compassion, which increases your, your connection to everyone around you. Phase two is a, is a simple mental exercise to improve direct happiness through the practice of gratitude. And phase three is forgiveness, which is a powerful tool to heal yourself from the burdens of the past and move towards your future in a more positive way. So phase one, two, and three of the six-phase meditation, uh, each, each one takes two minutes, is designed to elevate bliss. When you get to phase four, five, and six, that is different phase four five and six is about action it's about the future it's about creating and building the future so the sixth phase brings both these elements together in one 50 minute powerful practice that improves your performance whether you're playing on the sporting field or you're looking to elevate your career i just want to touch on forgiveness it's one of those that you don't often hear so much and, and yet i can really um reconcile uh, with with that as well the importance of forgiveness and and you talked about at the start around the spiritual dynamic in terms of the work that you do H how does forgiveness work in 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 your mind so it turns out that in studies on forgiveness forgiveness being able to let go of pains from their past and here we're talking about forgiving mistakes that you made so forgiving yourself or forgiving someone else who hurt you forgiveness heals you it improves the, your health condition you sleep better anxiousness and worry disappear or subside back pain it has been proven to go down heart health increases your vertical jump increases your endurance goes up all when you forgive but one of the most important qualities of forgiveness is it improves the functioning of your brain and mind your cognition improves thinking quality improves in studies on forgiveness, forgiveness was the protocol that created brainwave states most similar to Zen Roshi monks who had spent 20 to 40 years in meditation. Wow. That's really insightful as well. I, I think I'll have to listen back to that myself, you know, because I think it's one of those areas in, in humanity that we really don't understand, like the the benefits of forgiveness. We tend to uh want to get even or we tend to say right i'm not gonna let that person hurt me again but often it is actually for our benefit it isn't to say that what that person did was right or even we can't even always acknowledge the fact that sometimes maybe we've hurt ourselves but actually it's about putting it in the right frame right so that we can be more productive and and this word bliss obviously came came through on on your free first steps there of of the of the phase yeah. meditation absolutely absolutely okay so um before we end i would just like to find out from yourself if there's anything else that you would like to share and take the time just to thank you today for being with with me and brains magazine so we're really grateful for this opportunity to to showcase you and your new up and coming book well, thank you, Mark. Firstly, I appreciate this interview. So people can get the book on Amazon or you can get the book from mindvalley.com 
forward slash the number six. And if you get it from mindvalley.com forward slash the number six, you get an incredible bonus with the book. You get Mindvalley's new meditation app with over 500 meditations, hypnotherapies, as well as relaxation sounds, which are so useful, all available on your iPhone or Android. Beautiful. Vishen, thank you for your time and I wish you all the success and all the best for tomorrow's book launch. Thank you, Mark. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining this episode with me, Mark Sefton. I hope you've really enjoyed it. Feel free to leave us a positive review on iTunes. And I look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast.